how many words should I write in IELTS Task 1? Always 150. Minimum. What happens if I write 140? Public execution. Torture. In the English language, do you have do you agree on how you use your commas? No. no. <laughs> yeah, this is this kind of you guys you can't agree. And people worry about punctuation. Should I put a semicolon? Should I put this? Should I stick to full stops and commas. You won't you won't go wrong. But, as but you long should as, always write in British. Yeah, British British spelling. It's that's the so favor with a U. It's like the it's color. like the it's like the Mandalorian. This is the way. What? You need to watch the Mandalorian. Netflix, pay me money. Uh, okay. I love maps. Maps are great because it's such high-level vocabulary yeah, that can yeah, come yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Erected, for example, will be. Please erected. stop. Hello, 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 and welcome into our very special episode today. We'll do it in a form of questions and answers. But before we get into the gist, gist. Mm-hmm. Into the gist of it, let's brush up our general knowledge and understanding of IELTS writing. Also, if you're preparing for IELTS now, make sure to check out our premium IELTS speaking and writing podcasts. In our speaking podcast, we give you model answers and vocabulary for all three parts of the IELTS speaking test. And in the IELTS writing podcast, Rory and I show you how to brainstorm, plan and write both IELTS writing tasks. Can we have fun along the way? Yay! Yay! Do we have fun along the way? Yay, we do! And today, together with us, is our super Brandon. Hello, everybody. Hello, Brandon. Today, Brandon is with us because Brandon was a super ex-IELTS examiner. Well, is a super ex-IELTS examiner. How long were you an examiner? About 10 15, years. 10 no, years. 10 years yeah. Oh, gosh. 10 years in Thailand examining mm-hmm. IELTS speaking and IELTS writing. So we have... Uh, Jedi <laughs> with us. Brandon, we love you. I love myself. <laughs> Sweet. So, Brandon is our kind of guy. Mate. <laughs> what is IELTS writing and why is it in the exam anyway? Jesus, what kind of question is that? <laughs> Who wrote these questions? What's IELTS writing? So, Brandon, what's IELTS writing? Well, there are two writing tasks. It doesn't matter whether you're doing it for general training or academic training. Uh, there are two tasks. For academic training, I suppose, why I have it is because it's needed for people who want to study at university, for example. For those who are doing general training, it's more about, you know, everyday writing needs. So basically, it's two tasks that test your ability to write an essay and a more specific task for general training. It would be probably a letter of some kind, maybe a complaint for academic training, it would be some kind of schematic diagram that you have yep. to uh, describe. Graph. Yeah, for, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. And why is writing tested? Because IELTS <laughs> is a test of your skills. So yeah. you have listening, reading, Rory, writing and speaking. Yeah. So how many tasks are there in IELTS writing? Two. Two. Two tasks, yes. IELTS academic, again, graphs and... Diagrams of some kind. And an essay. Yeah, and Rory in IELTS general? It will be, well, a letter for task one of some description, formal or informal, mm-hmm. and an essay for task yeah. two. Yeah, so Brendan has already told you about the difference between IELTS general training and academic, right? Which is more difficult, general or academic? 
have an equal level of difficulty. I think they're equal also, yeah. Hmm, really, I think general is easier because we have a letter. Well, it will depend on your knowledge of the genre that you're writing, mm. right? I mean, at least with a diagram, you've got pictures to follow and there's usually some kind of input. With a letter, you might just have something, as you said, a genre that you're not familiar with. Yeah, but what would be an easier task to do? Describe a geothermal power plant? Or write a letter to your neighbor? Complaining about his complaining about dog. The, complaining <laughs> about the geothermal power plant. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, general IELTS is easier. And, besides... Well, no. I mean, like, what you have to... You get marked for your vocabulary and everything. What specialized vocabulary can you use to complain about a dog? Whereas, like, a geothermal power plant, there's lots of specialized vocabulary. Oh, we yeah. Use. Well, we can argue for ages here. But I will be right in the end. Well, Scottish power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Geothermal so, power. The essay in the general training could be easier, the topic could be easier than in academic. For example, in academic IELTS, they can ask you to write about agriculture, but in general, you can get a topic of like zoos, the advantages and disadvantages of animals in the zoos. Ultimately, there's not much difference because, Mm -hmm. and I know we're going to get onto this earlier, uh, the structure and how it's written is basically the same. So... IELTS writing, does it make up a big part of the overall band, Rory? It's 25% a big <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. part. <laughs> so four skills, right, so 25%. Yeah. Can we say that writing is the most important part of the exam? I wouldn't say it's the most important. It's the one that causes most stress yeah. for yeah. the candidates. It's the most difficult, according to so statistics. In, in that mm-hmm. sense, actually, it is the most important because if you mess it up, then it can really affect your score and you're more likely to mess up the writing. True. So writing is a pain in the neck. doesn't have to be. It's yeah. fun. It can be fun. We had fun. Yeah. I had fun. Oh, we gave <laughs> birth. We were given birth. <laughs> so how is IELTS writing marked? Well, for both tasks, task one, task two, there are four criteria. So for task one, it's task achievement, lexical resource or vocabulary, coherence, cohesion, and grammatical range. Thank you. That's it. The only difference is for task two, instead of it being called task achievement, it's called task response. Yep. Or the others are the same. And again, 25% for each one. Mm -hmm. So people shouldn't fixate too much on grammar. Is there yep. other areas? Yeah, and the examiner checks your essay yeah. and gives a full band score for mm-hmm. each criterion. Yeah. So, for example, vocabulary, it's either 6, 7 or 8. Yeah. And then overall, you can get 6.5, 8. yeah. 8.5, 9, mm-hmm. 10. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Maximum 9. Brendan, if you were to write an IELTS writing thing, <laughs> do you think, would you get a 9? Would I get a 9? Yeah. Um, on a good day, probably. Mm. Larry, what about you? Yeah, you could, well, probably. You could get asked something ridiculous, and if you make, like, use the wrong word, for example, then that might be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, nine is, like, is is perfect. You can make only, like, one mistake with punctuation, Mm -hmm. and everything else should be ideal. Because if you have one eight in one of the criteria, the criterion is going to be 8.5, yeah. So, task one, writing task one, what's task one and what are the types of questions I might get? First of all, in IELTS academic, IELTS academic, task one. Well, there's always a diagram of some kind. Yeah, diagram process, right? It could be a process or a cycle. Life cycle, yeah. Mm -hmm. Rory? Or it could be a kind of graph or a table, line graph or a bar chart, or it could be a table... Um, 
breaking down the numbers for pie something. Charts pie charts. Pie charts. There you go. Pie yeah. charts, like two pie charts, three, or even one, six. One pie chart and one bar graph. For yeah, example. a mixed graph. Yeah. There we go. Make sure that you cover all graph types. Can I use informal language in graphs? In graphs, no. can I say like, "Oh, as for me, I like coffee more than bananas." No, hey, should, hey. First of all, you should never give your opinion in that task. Mm-hmm. Stick to the task. Describe yeah. the graph. Exactly. Say what you see. Oh, oh, I have a question. So about informal language, <coughs> can I use personal examples in my IELTS essay? Can I write, for example, when I was a child? Well, you can, but again, you'd have to couch it more formally. My own experience reveals, for example. I've heard that actually you can, and I got an a band eight using a personal example well, in my u- essay. There used to be a part of the rubric. It's gone now, but it used to be uh, use uh, examples from your own experience to support your your view mm. that, that part of the rubric has gone yeah so can i use phrasal verbs in formal writing some of them but again if you're not sure avoid a phrasal verb because for example um, every single verb has one word equivalent could you give me some examples of that set off begin yeah knock I down i can't think of any oh, actually <laughs> knock um, down and demolish demolish yeah but in the map i can use knock down Some buildings uh, well, were knocked down. I would say were demolished. Yeah. Were demolished. You wouldn't use knock down no, in a map? No. Mm, you definitely wouldn't use knock over. How many words should I write in IELTS task one? Always. 150. Minimum. What happens if I write 140? Ah, <laughs> Then well, Maria will complain. Thing, things have changed. I've yeah. been reliably informed. Mm-hmm. When I was examining, you would lose. You would go down uh, a band for task achievement if you either copied all the words from the rubric or you only got 140 words and there was a scale. I'm, re- I'm informed that that's changed now and rather than being penalised for being under, you'll get penalised in the other criteria. Vocabulary and grammar. Yeah, just because you haven't got a large enough resource. Yeah, you don't show enough range mm-hmm. with your like 130 words. Yeah. That, that's why you might lose points for vocabulary and grammar. Yeah. Although many people disagree and I've heard like Russian teachers who are rubbing shoulders with examiners, current examiners, and they go, no, 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 you don't lose points. And it's not logical, like, why would you lose points? Because I can write a high-level essay with 130 words. I think that's the rationale behind the changes, that people can, of course. But I would just say that the less you write, the less opportunity you have to show off your vocabulary and grammar. So it's not going to be as high as you'd want it. How many paragraphs should I write in task one? Um, well, some people would say that it doesn't lend itself to paragraph structure. I would disagree, and I always advise um, three paragraphs, right? And mm. the f- first paragraph, a very important feature of uh, the first paragraph is when you say the information can be divided between X and Y. Then you know you've got two paragraphs to come, one talking about X, the other talking about Y. Um, so that's a very good structure to use, I find. Three paragraph structure. For so introduction, body, yeah. one paragraph in the body, and then conclusion, yeah? No, no. Two paragraphs in the body. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. just so it could be one paragraph about things that are very similar in the diagram. Mm-hmm. The other paragraph you deal with things that are markedly different. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so four paragraphs, introduction, two body paragraphs, and the overall statement well, the overall statement can come and it, and it's better if it comes in the first paragraph in the first paragraph yeah. yeah yeah again there are different options you can include the overall statement in the first paragraph or as a separate paragraph why yeah. is it better Brendan? 
I think it's more efficient because it, it obviates the need to write an extra paragraph at the end as a conclusion. If I might, I'll just tell you my structure for that first paragraph, hopefully. Um, so number one, what the diagram shows. Number two, the units of measurement. So for example, the figures are given in percentages, okay? The information can be divided between X and Y, overall ABC. That, mm. as I said, obviates the need for an extra paragraph at the end. Again, dear listener, this is only one option. It's right. Yeah, because there are, there, are, <laughs> there are, again, many other options. And in IELTS, nothing is written in stone. So you choose whatever is better for you, personally. Rory, for you, what would be the right structure in uh, writing task one about graphs? Graphs. Well, just the description, the paraphrase of the task, mm-hmm. and then talking about the things that stand out. And I would have my overall statement at the end. At the end, okay. Yeah, just it's because possible. it seems like it's mm-hmm. nice to bring it to a nice ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would write it as a separate paragraph, as in the second paragraph. <laughs> you see, so we all have like different structures. So introduction, then the overall statement in the second paragraph, then two or three body paragraphs. And they're all correct. Yeah, it's crazy. IELTS fun. <laughs> Do you personally find graphs challenging? So if you were to write about a process or a freaking uh, pie chart. I love a good graph. Mm-hmm. But that's because I had to do a maths course recently, so it's okay. easier now than it was. All right, Brendan? Sometimes I do, and it's not because I don't understand it. It's often, for me anyway, there's not enough to write about in some of these diagrams. So, you know, sometimes I've ended up with 120 words. Oh, yeah, okay. Which goes back to what we said earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. I love maps. Maps are great because there's such high-level vocabulary yeah, that can yeah, come yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. Erected, for example, will be Please erected. stop. <laughs> <laughs> to make way for the construction of... Oh, yeah, to make way for... Yeah, by the way, we have discussed maps in our um, IELTS Speaking for Success writing episode. Writing for success. Writing for success. Sorry, writing, speaking. Writing for success episode. We were speaking about the writing. Yeah. <laughs> it's available in our premium writing only because um, in free episodes we talk about essays and premium version we talk about graphs now the essay what is it like IELTS essay Brendan not Rory Rory, well people talk a lot about this and different teachers have different opinions but I'm correct (laughs) you know (laughs) this is the right opinion (laughs) No, I'm being facetious. But some people will say, oh, there's this huge range of different essays you can get. And I I disagree. I recognise an opinion essay where you give your opinion and stick to it throughout the um, essay. An argument essay where you examine both approaches. What I call a listing essay. Cause, effect, solution, advantages, disadvantages. And and, uh, a two or three part essay so I only recognize four Mm -hmm. and I think it's easier to think Mm -hmm. of it in those terms yeah yeah be very careful with types of questions again uh, Cambridge is changing the questions now it's like the topic and the question like is it a positive or negative development Mm -hmm. for example or now they give you a topic and then they ask you what's your opinion Mm -hmm. so if you remember only agree disagree and then you have the question like what's your opinion you might be freaking out but just say what your opinion is yeah but like Again, if you're taught to recognize only agree, disagree, advantages, disadvantages, and then in the exam you have something different, so people start freaking out. Yeah, but that's just wording, isn't it? It's, 
Yeah, yeah it's just wording. Mm-hmm. How many words should I write in the essay? Rory, could you sum it all up? 250. Minimum, at least. Can you write 300? Why not? Yeah, can you in write 40 minutes? 40 minutes, 400 words, Brendan. Can you do it? Um, 400 would suggest that you're what you're writing about is a bit too diffuse yeah wordy mm-hmm. can I write a high level essay with 220 words well band 9 essay I thought so like I don't believe this idea that people so. count every single individual word we that do. seems like a tremendous waste of time <laughs> What, we used to call well, them count that's a that's a that's a waste of time um really however <laughs> you're that's missing out an examiner you think it's like um It's like a shark and some small fish. No, it's not. There's another metaphor here. It's like being a bodybuilder. Yeah. Like What? when you're a bodybuilder, you want to show off every single muscle that you have. Anna Schwarzenegger. Rah, yeah, rah, exactly. Rah. And of course you can be a bodybuilder and you can be smaller, but You know, it's to show off as much as you can. Oh, yes, bodybuilders, they are wearing these, like, thongs. Okay, we seem to have gotten <laughs> slightly sidetracked from <laughs> the original message. To show everything. But the point is, oh, it's yeah. an opportunity for you to show off, so why not take advantage of every single yeah. opportunity yeah. rather than just doing a few? Is there a structure I can follow? Yes. <laughs> there is, right? Introduction, body and conclusion. Dear listener, so this is... Yeah, But there are structure. set structures or at least expectations for English language essays that don't match up with how it could be in other countries or cultures. For example, in your introduction, you should have a clear answer to the task if it's asked for. Yeah, and you paraphrase the task. It's not like in Russia, where you have to write in as obscure a manner as possible or leave your answer until the conclusion as a surprise. Yay! No, yeah. be clear. Again, there are different options for different essay structures. Again, Brandon insists on his structure. Rory has his own structure. I have um, different I just want different people options. to be clear. Yeah. So Someone did this recently. They, um, It was someone I was teaching, and I explained that it's important to state your um, answer clearly in the introduction if you're asked for it. And they're like, oh, no, it doesn't say that anywhere else. And I was like, listen. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't want my advice, don't pay me for it. Yeah. So, for example, Brendan, if my essay asks me to agree or disagree, should I write my opinion in the introduction? I, t- I tell you what I always advise and what I write is, uh, for example, do you believe that wind power is the energy of the future? Right? Or some people say that wind power is the energy of the future. I would say I, I absolutely disagree with this idea and shall focus on the issues of A and B to support my opinion that gives you again two paragraphs with one reason mm-hmm, in each mm-hmm. paragraph but the idea is clear that's the most yeah, important the thing the idea is clear okay what happens if I write fewer words than expected so if I write fewer words than 250 public execution torture flagellation you're, ho- you're hanged drawn and quartered <laughs> such got, a lovely I podcast. can tell you what how we examiners used to approach it you know like most examiners have got a system where they're writing right i've got an hour i'm going to get them all done and if you cause them extra work <laughs> by being what we call a counter <laughs> you're likely to lose some marks yeah wow wow <laughs> and uh, by the way while you were checking the essays did you make any notes no you can't yeah you mm. see it's interesting that the examiner 
reads it, checks it, and doesn't make any notes. None they whatsoever. just put down mm-hmm. the bands. Yeah. So four digits, that's all. Mm-hmm. The teachers, yeah, they kind of take notes and then correct, but the examiners don't. They're super cool. How much time did it take you to mark one paper, one essay? What, two minutes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because once you've been doing it for a long time, you kind of get a feel for, yep. for it. And it doesn't take a lot more than skimming it and knowing you know which criteria yeah that's an experienced examiner mm-hmm. can mark can band an essay mm-hmm. five minutes no problem yeah and yeah. is it true that bands like lower than five mm-hmm. and band nine is difficult to mark to um, band the higher high, high higher one levels. yes lower mm. ones no no, mm. no okay higher ones yeah but you can't understand like band four it's like uh, all over the place and yeah yeah i mean but yeah You wouldn't even read, right? You wouldn't um, even try to understand. Well, that's the thing. If it forces you to understand, yeah. that, that's one of the criteria. Places a negative strain on the reader. Yeah. So you're looking at band four there. So I mean, the we were marking Cambridge essays. It used to, the rule used to be, if there's ever a part that makes you go, huh? Yes. then that's affecting yeah. your task response. Yeah, dear yeah. listener, you see, the examiner will not be sitting there trying to understand, oh, what did you mean by that? How is this connected to that? No. They would just go, uh? And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So can I memorize the answer? For 250 words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good have luck. You, have you ever like had it? You read a memorized answer. Yeah. I mean, often in Thailand, people would just memorize an answer. and The essay. Yeah. Um, and more often than not, it was just a memorized answer that they would use for any task. So it just didn't match the task in any way, shape or form. Wow. And another person wrote, you know, it said 250 words. And this woman just wrote 250 separate words, you know, cat, dog, cup of tea. Are you joking? <laughs> And another one just wrote, help me. <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> And also kind of you can write like, dear examiner, I am very sorry. <laughs> I don't like the topic. Well, what if you're asked? That would be a great one for IELTS. That's a great joke to play on your students, isn't it? You need to write an apology letter yeah. to your IELTS examiner explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. why your essay is so rubbish. Can I use informal language? In an essay, in, in an, an essay, essay, in no. an IELTS essay. So no. could you guys give me some examples? Informal language, which is not yeah. to be used in my IELTS essay. I reckon this idea is wrong. No, 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 no. Oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Smoking is bad. Mm-hmm. It's informal. According to it. me. According to me. <laughs> Instead of passive voice. It has been suggested. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rory, your examples? Of informal phrasal verbs. Yeah. No, 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 not phrasal verbs. <laughs> um, informal language in IELTS essays. Well, I was going to say phrasal verbs, really. Most phrasal verbs. There are some phrasal verbs that aren't. Yeah. That are acceptable and that are formal, but most phrasal verbs are informal. Yeah, but still, there are f- formal phrasal verbs. And we're going to talk about them. Yeah, for our phrasal verb, verbs course. Okay. Can I memorize the answers? Good huh? luck. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Brendan, tell us about your experience examining IELTS writing. How did you know that it was a memorized answer? I would always know when it was memorized because it would come from a particular school who t- who did teach students to memorize it. And the problem is they've got chunks of this beautifully crafted language that doesn't fit in with the rest of it. And so it doesn't work and you shouldn't try. The one thing you can do and can know is that 
80% of what you've got to write about is education and or technology. So if you've got, you know, just keep up to date with those ideas, you shouldn't have to memorize. Yeah, and the examiners are trained to recognize memorized answers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if it is a memorized answer, it's going to be zero for writing or one. No, I mean... Zero, right? We can't really be that punitive because even if it's memorized, there's going to be some vocabulary that's of a high level, some grammar that's of a higher level. It's just that the rest of it doesn't doesn't match the same high standard. Your score is going to creep downwards overall. But I thought like... Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm, writing descriptors, zero. Writes a totally memorized response. Totally, yeah. Totally. totally yeah, yeah. It. So if you copy-paste, you know, from the internet, yeah. for some reason you learn it by heart mm-hmm. and then you just produce it. So it's going to be yeah. zero. Anything that's totally memorized, yeah, mm-hmm. will be zero. Yeah. But again, if I want a six, if I want 6.5, can I memorize introduction? Can I memorize cliches, sentences for my intro and uh, conclusion? The, the, there are structures, and I've talk, talked about this before, uh, talked about it with Rory as well. Very useful structure, both for speaking and writing, is opinion, because, example, condition, concluding statement. That will give you a full paragraph. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say that somebody who's not that great at English could get themselves a band six with that structure. Mm-hmm. Somebody else who's of a higher level in English will add little bits and pieces to that structure to flesh it out and get a higher score. But it's a very, very useful structure. Yeah, flesh it out is a phrase of verb. Rory, go. Successwithhouse.com forward slash podcourses. A podcourse on phrase of verbs. Yay. Brendan, did you know that? No, the- don't ask questions. Just go <laughs> okay, to the okay, URL. Right, That's all. Right, all right, right. <laughs> so, Super. Okay, cool. So, some practical aspects. Should I use a pen or a pencil when I write my essay and a graph? A pen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to smudge pencil. Rory? Oh, just write clearly. Yeah, legibly. Yeah. You see, yeah, it should be like clearly written so the examiner the understands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, you can use a pencil, however, it will depend on the center's requirements. So you should ask your center... Can I write my essay using a pen or a pencil? You really should ask your center because I've heard that some people wanted to use a pencil and they couldn't for some reason. But now all the works are scanned. The writing is scanned and sent somewhere. So all the examiners check writing on screen. I think it's sent to India. They say Canada, Australia, England... Somewhere, <laughs> yeah. There's a go- there's some like gossip that oh, they, it's in India, but no, we we, we don't have this official <laughs> information. So yeah, uh, the writing is scanned, sent somewhere, and is checked on screen. That's why a pen a pen is better because um, a pencil can rub off. Yeah. So is punctuation important? By the way. Yes, it is. It's it's part of grammar. It is therefore important. And um, people, you know, worry about punctuation. Should I put a semicolon? Should I put this? Should I stick to full stops and commas. You yeah, won't, you won't go wrong. Yeah. Although even in commas, things can go wrong. <laughs> right. So, for example, in the Russian language, punctuation is crazy. We put commas everywhere, and there are so many rules, and it's really it's. Off. Are there? I thought there was like one rule, and that's all. Oh no! Oh no! That, no, no, no! But that that one rule is why there are so many commas. Oh, 
there are rules, there are exceptions. But in the English language, do you have, do you agree on how you use your commas? No. no. <laughs> yeah, this is this kind of you guys. You can't agree. No. Like Rory would put a comma. You wouldn't put a comma. Yeah, you I mean, a comma before and on a list of separate ideas. But God no. damn it, Brandon. <laughs> but I still tend to put one before but for some reason. Oh, really? Why? Do you, listen, you see, you see why it is confusing. It doesn't mean that they will be wrong. Brandon will be right, Rory will be right, but the examiner no, might have right. some other Brandon ideas. will be wrong. <laughs> yeah, so here we have like Scottish English versus um, <laughs> Irish. Irish, <laughs> Irish slash uh, London. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so do I have to divide what I write in paragraphs? It's in the marking criteria. Coherence and cohesion. Clear paragraphs. If you if you don't have a paragraph structure, you're capped at band five. Yeah. I have a question. Do your paragraphs have to be about the same size? Because I always think that they should be around about the same size. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That's for a higher band, like for band nine, they should be roughly the same size. If you don't have paragraphs in your essay, it's band five. For coherence and cohesion. Coherence, cohesion, yeah. To achieve band six, you need uses paragraphing, but not always logically. Should I use American? Or British English spelling. The only answer is here. The the correct spelling is, of course, British British English. Well, <laughs> there, there are no other Englishes. The serious answer is you pick your spelling. Yes. What, what's the word? You pick your spelling conventions and you stick with them. So don't switch between the two in the same piece of writing. However, since it's a combination of British... Well, it was. They've sold it to IDP Australia, haven't they? Yeah. So it's, it's a combination between Cambridge and IDP Australia, both of which are British institutions. It's probably going to get a more hmm. positive response if you write with yeah. British spelling. Yeah. Cambridge but, makes the tests. Yeah, so. It's not a thing to worry about. Yeah, yeah. But, as but long you should as, always write in British spelling. Yeah, British, British spelling. Yes, that's the, so favour with a U, it's like the, it's like the It's like the Mandalorian. This is the way... What? You need to watch The Mandalorian. Netflix, pay me money. <sighs> okay. Right. Make sure that you don't have, um, like, your your own spelling, like Maria's spelling. I decide to spell language w- without a U, so it's my own way of spelling. No, don't Does do Count that. have an O in it? It's a joke. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Funny, funny. Is paraphrasing important? Yes, because it's in the assessment criteria. Yay. Yep. So paraphrasing happens in um, vocabulary, lexical resource it's called. You mustn't copy the wording from the task. But if I have no idea how to paraphrase people, do I paraphrase people? Individuals. Humans. (laughs) No, please. (laughs) Human beings. Can I say human beings? No, 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 don't do that. (laughs) I can say citizens, customers, I can use passive voice. It is believed that. The type of people, tourists, workers. Tourists, yeah, yeah, employees. But again, if you have no idea how to paraphrase minority languages, for example, Brandon, how do you paraphrase minority languages? Don't do it. Exactly. If it it doesn't come to you within a couple of seconds, leave it. Don't. Languages which are not spoken by the majority. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but we don't paraphrase languages, so you don't go crazy paraphrasing every single word. Forms of communication which are not utilised by the majority of people in a country. Yeah. Can you paraphrase line graph? Line graph? Line chart? Exactly. You see, so you just graph. Line diagram. A graphic feature. No, Rory, come (laughs) on. Sorry, I'm getting bored now. He's like... (laughs) Yeah, so we don't go crazy paraphrasing every single word. 
What can I do to raise my IELTS writing score? Listen Brandon. to the Success with Writing <laughs> podcast. www.whateverthemurlis.com The link is in the description. <laughs> Something I've often done with students when they first come to me, you know, they can't write the whole thing within 40 minutes and they panic. That's okay. So what I tell them is, okay, just make a line where you got how much you got to at 40 minutes. Right. As you practice more and more and more, that line should get lower and lower and lower. And, you know, knowing the structure, you know, I've had students who were able to write the whole thing in 13 minutes. Uh, 13? And, yeah. And then they've, One, got the rest, three. Yeah, wow. then they've got the rest of that time to, you know, look at it, to tweak it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, using that technique where you just make a line with how much you've covered in 40 minutes mm -hmm. and work on getting that line lower and lower. Mm -hmm. uh, and reading. Read, 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 read. Yeah. I mean, it's often said that IELTS is basically a glorified vocabulary test. So the more reading you do, um, mm -hmm. you know, the better you're able to perform in the writing task. Very often we focus on the language, but we forget to address the task. Yeah. And then we misunderstand the task, we forget parts of the task. Yeah, well, the first thing you should always do is... Um, read the, and understand the task. Well, read and understand the task. And what was I trying to say? I've got a you know, specific way that I tell students to plan it. Okay, um, And then they moan, say, no, that's going to take too long. My response is, if you don't plan it, you're going to go off topic. Yeah. Completely. Yep. Yep. You should uh, recognize the, the scope of the essay, what you can write about, what you can't. General topic, uh, specific topic, anything else? No. And also make sure your vocabulary is high level. High level vocabulary, yeah. But if you haven't addressed the task, that's it. You know, you get a high score for vocab. But then, like, well, you probably, get, you probably for... get a low score for vocab. Oh, as well. yeah, because you wrote off topic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, a story. I have a story. Mm, Boris, one of my students. Why are they always called Boris? Because I like the b -b Boris. <laughs> it's either Boris or Vlad. So, Boris was print immediate. His father paid the school, and Boris took IELTS every week. <laughs> Poor pre-intermediate Boris struggled with writing, pre-intermediate level. Yeah, so he like took the exam like non-stop, and then in one of the exams, the essay topic was attention. Some people think that school should educate children how to recycle materials. Others think that parents should teach children how to recycle materials. Discuss both views, give your opinion. So, what's the topic, Brandon? What's it about? The general topic, very general topic, is education. Specific topic, who should be educating about environmental issues. Environmental issues, mm -hmm. right? Recycle materials, mm -hmm. Rory, do you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how, how to recycle materials, meaning like recycle what? Paper? Plastic. Yeah. So, is it like school or children? What do you think Boris write about? About how he hasn't learned anything from being tested he all the time. He wrote about remembering materials, recycling, like revision. That's what I, I was He wrote about oh. revising materials because recycle material, like mm. teachers recycle. Mm. People like revise material, material like uh, content during classes. Well, he was arguably on topic. Oh, so <laughs> in, in this situation, like Boris was actually high level because mm. kind of recycle material, revise material. Well, his, his essay was, was off topic, so it was, was like four level. or five. Yeah, but he was pre-intermediate. Four or five yeah, is pretty yeah. good for a pre-intermediate student. Yeah. 
So you see, so in this situation, uh, he went off topic. Any other stories, Brendan? Of um... well, no. What I've, what I did find a lot is uh, not so much uh, off topic, but people just write about the, write about themselves or so their friends. Oh their yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. As for me, and then the whole paragraph yeah. about yourself. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, was, no, no. Was, it's often it's the band case. five or four. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Brendan. Thank you for having me. Rory, thank you so much. Thank you, Maria. And thank you. We have a premium IELTS writing podcast where Rory and I show you how to do both IELTS writing tasks. Maria, which is me, also has a course that covers everything you need to know about IELTS writing. So it's a video course and you have videos on all IELTS graphs, all IELTS essays, and I tell you everything you need to know, grammar, structure, everything. So the link is, is in for the a high description score? of Band 9 score, surely. So each video is a lesson with a sample answer, and I just walk you through this process of IELTS writing. The course is amazing. I have many students who wrote to me with positive feedback. So check it out if you want more insights into IELTS writing, the link is in the description. Now let's go to Starbucks. Bye! Bye! Bye-bye.